21st of February 2017 was uh, our first episode of the Pixel Pop movie podcast conceived by Lucas and here we are four years later with the final episode of the Pixel Pop movie podcast and for this final episode I have probably one of the greatest movie quotes of all times. Let's see if you can guess it. You ready? Here it is. Did you get it? That's right. It's from Nosferatu, 1922. Welcome to the Welcome. podcast. <laughs> I'm joined by I'm joined by the werewolves, Ethan. It's me. I'm a werewolf, not a swearwolf. And the like um, Lucas. Oh, that's a little too close to come. <laughs> it's the two most words I edit out of every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are episode 89 uh it's been four years what a ride uh, but everything's yeah. come to an end and this is probably a good place to, to 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 stop too because we kind of ended phase four phase five hasn't really spun up uh we had the first two marvel tv shows uh we've had mortal Kombat, a few other bits and pieces and uh yeah we will we will relinquish and uh we will still be around, though, uh, watching films and, and, and yakking. It's just that we won't have to mind our P's and Q's as much as, you know, Lucas and I argue over what makes a good movie. Yeah. That's right, and Toby's wrong. Exactly. And then, and then I won't get told to watch certain movies as well, so I won't I'm, get that anymore. I'm pr- pretty sure that's still going to happen. That's still going to happen, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, a bunch of news for this final episode. We've also got Mortal Kombat. We've got our final review of Falcon and Winter Soldier. We also caught, uh, well, some of us caught Nobody, a couple of other flicks that have been launched, both at the cinemas and the streaming services. Anyone catch Unholy? No, I haven't seen that. No, me neither. Yeah. I want to. I want to. No, I want to, yeah. Mm. Anyway, so for this final episode, one last time, let's start with the news. Please take us away, Ethan. We'll start off with the trailers this time. We get a trailer for Army of the Dead, an official trailer. Yeah, so this oh. was the the last dead movie that uh, Ramiro was working on. I believe he's... No, 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 this is the, um... This is, um, this is the Snyder one, that's right, because, but isn't there another dead one that he's, he's, he's son or daughter or fiancé or whatever is working on? His widow is, like, putting him into the works. Twilight of the Dead. Yeah, because I watched Day of the Dead the other week on, on Shudder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, okay, so this is the Snyder flick where he was given free reign on Netflix. Do as you please. Batista is the main star. That's right, yes. Uh, they're, they're doing a heist to get, like, 200 million out of a casino vault in Vegas. After yes! It seems like, like, we never had any, like, idea what the story was going to be, but the trailer gives us a story that Vegas is overrun by zombies, and it's boxed it. Like, it hasn't spread out out of Vegas. And yeah. so they're busting in. And the zombies are, like, have their own civilization sort of thing. Like, they're not feral. They're not just mindlessly walking. Like, some of them have evolved in a way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. like some of them are like super intelligent. Yeah. Well, I think that was always hinted at too in Ramiro's zombie movies. Like, um... there was yeah, there was one where one of the guys, one of the guys was a vegan, and he got turned into a zombie, and he refused to eat his friends because he was a vegan. Yeah, but even in the others, there's the he <laughs> yeah. Day of the Dead. He's teaching it music and cognitive things, and it learns yeah. to use doors and weapons, and yeah. So I think that's where 
Ramiro was always going with this, so that's a natural progression. So, uh, yeah, I remember hearing about this ages ago. You mentioned it, and I was like, that's a really neat idea. The fact that it's like a bank heist, but in a zombie. Mm. Like, no one's done that, I don't think. So, no, it'd be interesting. And, like, generally, people think, like, why, why would you need money in an apocalypse? But it's only because Vegas is yeah. closed off and the rest of the world's still okay. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to have some uh, hijinks. Oh, definitely. And it looks good. Next, we have the trailer for Marvel Studios Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, this injected probably excited you guys more than me because I'm just really not familiar with the character as much. I'm not really. I'm more more with the Mandarin because he's Mm. yeah. He he definitely is more of like a degrade kind of hero, but like this is the perfect. It's kind of like Shang Chi was to what Marvel is like becoming. As to these words are not making sense, but basically he was like Guardians level. And then when the Guardians got their movie, they blew like blew the hell up. So he he kind of is on that same tier as Guardians pre films. In that yeah, he wasn't kind of like people knew who he was, but like he was never really kind of had a solid. He got a bit more popular when they did the, style um, run, you know. I did the Agents of Atlas and stuff. Like I that. might have missed it in the trailer, but what is his power? Like, what's his his super? He he doesn't he, he's really in tune with his like inner chi and chakra to the okay. point where it makes him like a little bit faster in it so he's, he can... he's kind of daredevil kind of iron fist without the fist yeah okay so he's just a he, really he's really like, good martial artist he's yeah. he's a he's a like even Ares, the god of war has said that he's the only mortal that could actually go toe-to-toe with a god without any superpowers yeah in the comics uh next we have a trailer for conjuring the devil made me do it god yeah. yeah, yeah, this should be interesting. Very excited. I I love these movies. I think that the Conjuring films are probably some of the best current horror films out there. Like I'll I'll you know outside Annabelle and all that. Like the the Conjuring main series is just incredible. I love them so much. Yeah, I I agree. I, especially the first the first one was a real gem for me, and I've watched oh, that many times. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so this one's good. Yeah, this is uh, June fourth. So not long to yeah, go on that. Away. Yeah, not long to okay. go. Is that um, co- that's going straight to streaming, or is that a cinema release? No, that's cinema, cinema and HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah. Right, cool. One of my most anticipated movies of the year. We got an official trailer too, and an official release date, and that is Fast Night. Oh boy, Ben. Family. Ben. No Ben for this. This is fucking. Uh, ben. This, this new trailer is is mint. It is. It's gonna be like one of those times you just go in. You just go in. You just have fun, mindlessly sit there, shove popcorn into your face, and just enjoy it for what it is. And that's a stupid, over-the-top movie that makes absolutely no sense at all. That you can sit there, have a laugh at, and just enjoy it. Honestly, the fast the fast movies are the best. You turn your brain off two and a half hour movies. Like I don't like turning my brain off. Maybe that's why I don't like these movies. Man, if you can find the way to turn your brain off for like a couple of hours each time you watch these movies and just sit back and just acknowledge how ridiculous those films are. Amazing amount of drugs. Not even drugs, man. I did it. I did out. I've done every movie sober, but like the 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 one at the end of episode six, like they're on a they're on a runway, and someone worked it out. And it yeah, we know like it's like the whole of Europe. Yeah, it's a ridiculous. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I can't do like, it. I just I just get angry. Wild. I get angry with most movies. Toby, did you watch the trailer for this? No. Why would I? 
They go to space. Ludacris and Tyrese go to space. Why, why, that's ridiculous. And then I can sit there and explain to you all of the reasons how that couldn't work and then what really would happen. And but I would get angry. No, that matters. It's a movie. It's not based in reality. No, but that's how I work. I watch movies and I break them down and destroy them. And then I feel better about myself. And that's just the kind of horrible then, human being I am. And then even the president of Universal said that he wouldn't rule out a crossover between Fast and Furious and Jurassic World. Yeah, I did see that recently. <laughs> We, you know, you know what the true crossover is, right? It's Fast and, Fast and Furious and um, Transformers. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier submitted as a drama, not a miniseries for the Emmys. Yeah. So potentially yes. a season two. Yeah. So well, so so um, well, by comparison, um, Wonder Vision was a was was a limited series. So that's it. Sort of implies that it's a one and done. Whereas when it's submitted as a drama, it implies that there is the potential for more series or seasons correct however i think we can now rule that out because season, uh, captain america 4 has been announced with anthony yes Mackie. with anthony mackie Yay! which means it could just be a white wolf show ah but in the comics the young um soldier that that sam's been talking to uh has been known to be falcon yeah yeah so there is the possibility that 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 could could, you could technically get falcon and winter soldier season two but with a different falcon well we'll get into the spoilers of that later Mm. anyway yeah that's it's an interesting thing and we'll have to wait and see next we have uh amelia clark best known as daenerys targaryen from Game of Thrones has been cast a Marvel's Secret Invasion TV show. Yep. Yeah, there was a couple of other people that were cast too, right? Okay, no, no, no. Olivia Coleman is official as well. Oh, she's go. been officially cast now. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, she's officially cast. And mm-hmm. uh, Kingsley Benadir is the villain. Interesting. Uh, Disney and Sony have reached a Windows deal that slings Spider Man to Disney Plus for the first time. Yes. Yeah, so it goes along with Hulu, ABC, FX, and more. The deal basically is that. Um, no Way Home and, oh, sorry, not No Way Home, Far From Home and Homecoming will finish up their current deals on Netflix and then we'll move across to Disney Plus. And then when Venom finishes its run, it will go to Disney Plus. Anything moving forward, so it's Venom 2 and Morbius, when they eventually come out, they will first run on Netflix. And then after that, they will go to Disney Plus and follow. But they'll be outside of the MCU, um, like, bubble like they are in the like all the other movies are on the on the platform like it has like the like the chronological mcu order or whatever it'll kind of be in the same vein as like oh this will be tied to the fantastic four movies and the x-men movies and blah 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 right so yeah there's like an mcu vote there's an mcu section and a non-mcu section and these films will exist in the non yeah i think it's called marvel legacy yep. isn't it marvel legacy has Something like the like x-men that, yeah. and stuff in it yeah. okay so spider-man jumanji and hotel transylvania are others part of the package that go to disney plus and hulu and that correct cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah uh how i met your mother sequel series it's called how i met your father start has just got hillary duff as the main star and it has been ordered at hulu yeah this come out of fucking nowhere man how do you feel uh, about that because i mean you're big fans of the original show yeah i loved it like i yeah. so when okay so this is kind of going back but when when the original run out of how I met your mother ended how I Met your father was announced and what it was going to be is that it was going to exist within the universe and it was basically going to be like ted and the mother have met and now they're dating but they're not going to be in the story like this will be a new set of picking up after a new set of characters in the same world but you would have possible things like maybe robin 
would be doing the news and it would be playing on the TV in the background or you'd see Barney going through town sleeping with women and right. whatnot. Like it was kind of like, it was set up like that way where like characters from the original would pop in like Carl the bartender and, and, and people that kind of casually were in the first, were in the first original series. And then that got piloted like the season after the finale finished, but because the finale got such a negative, the final season got such a negative review because of its, the way it was all set up. They just decided to outright cancel it but carter bays and um craig thomas were just continued to push this this sequel and um yeah it sounds like hulu's picked it up and hillary duff has been cast already as the lead so i'm i'm, I'm excited for it i thought you know it's the first eight like all but one season of that show were very very good so so joe taslin who was the sub-zero in the latest mortal Kombat movie has said that he had signed on for four more movies depending on how the first one goes Yep. Yep. And then um so no spoilers, but yeah. No no no, I was gonna say in addition to that, the the guy that directed it come out and said that he has a he actually pitched a five five film arc. So um he, he basically like at the time when Joe Tellison said that he signed on for four sequels, everyone was like, Oh, what the hell? Because this had come out of nowhere. Um it wasn't yet yeah, not like it was like the day or two after the director come out and said that yeah, five film arc was pitched and he can confirm that he's been signed on for four more films. So cool. Yeah, super cool. Uh, Russell Crowe has revealed that he is playing Zeus in Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah. Which I feel he, like fits in with, you know, the villain Gord the God Butcher. Have he you... One of the gods that he'll kill or something. Have you heard how this leaked? It was on um, radio. Oh, yeah. Russell Crowe leaked it on radio by accident. Oops. Yeah. Because he was talking about how, like, he had to jump on his bike and basically ride up, ride up the road from his house um so he could go and put his zeus makeup on and be in this new thor movie and the people in the studio were like what and he's like yep shit like whoops <laughs> so <laughs> kind of like inadvertently tom holland that the, um the greek gods are going to be part of this new film well yeah because that that probably leads into potentially hercules as well yes so that would introduce yeah. hercules and that would also introduce um beta ray bill that's going to be a laugh though with thor and hercules meeting each other like i can I hope well, they can cast somebody with sort of the same sort of humor as Chris Hemsworth to play Hercules. Because well, Hercules, Hercules and Thor in the comics are best friends. Yeah, I know, so but, like, but there's going to be like that's that Hulk Thor rivalry. Like, you know, we all loved it, and it kind of never quite came back as as in the original uh, Avengers. So, I mean, I, sp- I suppose it wasn't. It was in Thor three, wasn't it? There was still that rivalry, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'd love yeah. to see that, but again, with perhaps with um, if we can't do it with Hulk, maybe with Hercules, it could be a laugh. Next, we have a Saw TV show is apparently being considered by Lionsgate. Right? Yeah, you, you two must be like excellent. Don't fuck mm. it up. I mean, like my again, my whole thing is that as long as James Wan and Lee Winnell are involved somehow, and they can keep it on track, like uh, again, as long as it's good, you know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm going to be happy with it. Um, it sounds like they were pretty involved with this new Spiral film, and then also, I can't remember if we talked about it last time or not, but um, a new Saw film is also going to be coming off the back of Spiral, so I wonder how much, how all of this is going to tie together. A new American Psycho TV show is in development as well. Yeah. Which is yeah. Lionsgate again. <laughs> yeah, the like, Lionsgate just seem to be getting back into the nostalgia game now, like, they're going back and kind of looking at, like, you know, shit that worked in the past and trying to adapt it into, like, a new medium, so... You got Saw coming in as a TV show. You got American Psycho. Um, it wasn't them, but you know, obviously, the Purge TV show did really well. Yeah, so interesting, really interesting. 
Uh, Anna Wingard, who just did Godzilla vs. Kong, is in talks for Legendary for their next Monster, uh, Monsterverse movie, and the name being thrown around at the moment is Son of Kong. Okay, that works. Yep. Somehow, when Kong's the last of his kind. Yeah, Kong's the last finds... of his kind. How are they going to do that? I didn't, but, I, but, I didn't um, actually know about Son of Kong. Well, Wasn't there a yes, Son of Kong movie like a billion years ago? Yeah. There so, is, but they've, they're very well established within this universe that Kong is the last. Right. Well, and maybe he gets laid. You know, unless we find he explores the Hollow Earth some more and finds another one. I was about to say, uh, unless we can get into spoilers here and talk about this, like we obviously you can theory craft, but like... There's only one way that this works, and that is if there's a f- yeah. female female gorilla in the in the Hollow Earth for him to, to have the kid with. But well, know. unless unless scientists sort of like try and clone him, that also could be very true. I didn't actually think about that. He could be a clone. Yeah, they could try and clone him, and then and then Hulk's like uh, Hulk, um, Kong's like, nah, none of that, and goes and rescues him or something. Yeah, that would involve him getting out of the Hollow Earth though, which. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's just an idea. It all sound like they've kind of made the the truce of, like, one will stay above, one will stay below. Well, maybe that's why Kong comes back, though, because he's going to get his point. Who knows? This could go on for a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Keep on going. Uh, A World of Darkness is finally making the jump to the big screen and small screen, apparently, with TV shows and movies in development. this is not the first time it's been on the small screen. No. Uh, there was a yeah, kindred the embraced in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, which I have on DVD. And if you are going to watch it, the first episode is really bad, and then they get slightly better, but not greatly better. Which is probably why I got axed. But if you're a fan of the role playing game and you want to sort of see it in in action, it's not you know it you, you watch it once. Hopefully, uh, with this sort of team behind it, it'll have a much higher quality production. I also, I mean, this is probably good for the video game too. If if the video game is now delayed because they're changing angles and, and teams, then a TV show coming out around the same time would probably help boost sales of the game. And conversely, the game would probably help draw more eyes to the TV series. So, uh, We have Invincible has been renewed for season two and three on Amazon. Season one just finished this go- uh, Friday gone. It is eight episodes, each one like 40 minutes to an hour. It is really fucking good. Really good. Next, we have more casting for the Borderlands movie. We have Gina Gershon as Moxie, uh, Cheyenne Jackson as Jacobs, Charles uh, Babaloa as Hammerlock, Benjamin Byron Davis as Marcus, Stephen Boyer as Scooter, Ryan Redman as Ellie. In addition, Bobby Lee is also joining the cast in a new role of Larry. Um, Haley Bennett was cast. I don't remember seeing when that was. Um, but she's been cast in an undisclosed role, and uh, Janina Gavanka is Commander Knox, who is a new character for the movie, who is General Knox's daughter. General Knox was the, the first game DLC. So the cast has got a lot of people from the game. So yeah, and it's, it's filming right now. They're over in um, Hungary, filming it at the moment, so this is 1st of April. So it has a release date of... No release date? Okay. It have a release date? I don't think it does. No, no but it'll probably be next year then. It has a release date of COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> when it happens. Yep. I mean, look uh, at... Oh, no, I went to the movies recently. We went to saw Mortal Kombat. Like, there was trailers for Kingsman, and it's got coming 2019 at the end of the trailer. <laughs> I'm sitting there in a the cinema, and it comes up with the trailer, and it says coming 2019. I'm like, mm, <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's what uh, I mean, like, this shit's getting pushed back like two years or more now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 
next we have Finn Whitrock, who's most known from American Horror Story, has been cast as Guy Gardner in HBO's Green Lantern show. Yeah. The HBO Max one, yeah. Yeah, I think he's a good fit. He's really, well, yeah. like, he's really good in American Horror Story, so I feel like he could play the, the sarcastic kind of... I think they said the show was going to have three, so I think it'll have Guy Gardner, Howard Jordan, and Jon Stewart, all of it. I think that's why they didn't want the Snyder Cut to have Jon Stewart, because of this. Why Warner Brothers told him not, not, not to take it out was because of this. I mean, it could be. I mean, you could if you really wanted to, right? Like, I think people are kind of already burnt out on... Oh my god, I've already forgotten his name. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. John Stewart. You can easily do Alan Scott. You could do John Stewart. You know, you, you could do Guy. Like, there's heaps of different lanterns you could use. It's just that um, the one that Ryan Reynolds played, whose name I'm forgetting. Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan's like already well played out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if they really wanted to get away from the kind of funk of the the Ryan Reynolds one, they'll they'll definitely have to go with someone else, which is. Obviously, what they're doing with this HBO series. Yeah. Uh, some news that came out today. Oh, sorry, yesterday. Is it Dungeons & Dragons movie has started filming. Ooh, very cool. Yeah, it just started. So, slated for March 2023. And production in Iceland. Damn, still two years away. Yeah. There must be a lot of post-production on that. Oh, yeah, must be. Wow, yeah, you would imagine spells and dragons and shit. And I thought it would be fitting to end our news on this one, considering that... Very early on in the podcast, Toby has been raging about this for a Toby's long gonna time. Toby's going to be so sad. Noah Centineo will not be playing He-Man after all in Masters of the Universe. He has dropped out. Good. Fuck off. Toby, Toby thought. <laughs> fuck I off. know you're really upset about this. Get the fuck out. Put him in the dumpster. Cover him in petroleum. Just, just light the match. Gone. Gone. Fuck off. Piece of shit. He did that right, and he got really shredded all of a sudden. Nah, you can't. He he, well, no, he, he looks be, like a six-year-old for uh, Black Adam. Nah, he, he looks like he's a six-year-old boy. He gets nothing. Go away. Good. All right, that's the end of the news. That's the end of the news. All right, so let's move on to what we've been watching lately, and uh, this won't include obviously uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Mortal Kombat. Um, but uh, what else have you you guys been watching? Who'd like to go first, Lucas? What, what have you been watching, man? Not a lot. I actually haven't really been watching a lot. Like we, um, we just what we just caught up with um the second season of The Circle, which is that Netflix um reality show. It's like it, I, reality's not really my thing, but the show is like super super interesting. I got kind of sucked in on the first season when the first season dropped, um, which happened I think just before or just around the time of COVID. So literally looking for stuff to watch, and this yeah sucked me all the way in. But season two has been really good. Apart from that. Yeah, I think Mortal Kombat. Still been watching um, Mighty Ducks Game Changers. That's been that's been pretty good. Trading very heavily on the nostalgia of the last couple of episodes. Like, it has been the whole season, but the last episode, yeah, they kind of brought some of the originals back for, for cameos and stuff. It was really cool to see them all grown up. And then apart from that, yeah, Mortal Kombat, Falcon Winter Soldier. Went and rewatched um, Greatest Showman last night for the first time in a little while, so yeah. love that movie. But apart from that, it's been pretty much it. Okay. Uh, Ethan, what about you, man? I've been watching Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Well, I watched that. I watched that twice since it came out. Yep. Um, Invincible, as I was raving on before. That yep. is a great show. It's fucking great. Just looking through my other things to see what I've been watching. I've watched Godzilla vs. Kong a couple times as well since that came out. Of course. Yeah, of course. I haven't actually watched a whole lot. I've been busy like the past couple weeks since the last one. Right. 
Okay. Well, I, I've been busy then. Uh, I caught up. I hadn't seen it. it came out in 2016. I, I watched The Nice Guys with uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Oh, was that good? I haven't seen that yet. Is that I, the Shane Black one? Uh, yeah, Shane Black. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed it. It's on either Netflix or Amazon or one of them. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I hadn't seen it before. I knew nothing about it. I just sort of browsed the thing and then I looked for IMDb scores. That's kind of what I go. Anything over five, I'll watch. Uh, this was 7.4 out of 10 with nearly 300,000 reviews. So I was like, oh, all right, cool. Um, very different role for Gosling. I mean, I've seen him in a lot of stuff where he sort of really plays a, I don't want to say depressing roles, but he's usually quite sort of somber. This was almost comedic, which was unusual, I felt, for him. But he did it well. Uh, yeah, enjoyed it. Got a few good laughs out of it, actually, and would recommend sitting down with it if you get the chance. Uh, yeah, it- I remember when I remember like when very early in the podcast we were talking about that movie and I, I really wanted to see it and I still haven't done it. So yeah. <laughs> might be the time to go and watch it. Yeah, it was really and I also caught up with uh my wife wanted to just watch an action flick. She wasn't too picky, so we sat down and watched um Tom Clancy's Without Remorse on Amazon Prime with Michael Jordan. Hasn't rated particularly well, the Metascore and everything's not the greatest, but as an action flick, I mean if you guys like Fast and Furious, you'll love this because there's, 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 I mean, it's not quite as brainless, like, it's not as turn your brain off, but the action's good, Jordan's performance was good, and of course, it's a prequel story to Rainbow Six, so whether Jordan comes back for that or not, uh, I don't know. Thanks for ruining that, I haven't seen it yet. It's not, no, 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 if the books have been out for a billion years, like, it's the same character. It's John Clark, he's a Navy SEAL, like, that's the whole point of the storyline. This movie, though, without- Wait, why is John Clark? Yeah. Doesn't no. Yeah, he pl- he plays John. They changed the story a lot though in this from the original book. John Kelly. Yeah, he's John. Yeah, John Kelly, but he becomes John Clark, which is then in oh. Rainbow Six. Yeah, it's this. You, I mean, you just have to watch it. He's both. But yeah, it's not bad, and it's 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 you know it's lots of soldiering and lots of shooting and hurrahing and and killing and fighting. It's so yeah, I, I didn't mind it. It's not a provocative thing that'll make you think, but the action was was pretty good, and uh, the story isn't too bad. And I said Jordan does all right. Um, you know, so yeah, worth a watch. Um, and I watched, uh, Nobody. Is that good? Uh, the easiest way to sum it up is, is not as good as John Wick, but still very good. Oh. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was funny, which Wick doesn't really have. I mean, it has some humorous moments, unironically, but, but there's some humor in this, which was good. Yeah. And it was, it was really interesting to see Old Mate in that particular kind of role. Uh, he, he does quite well you know it's not amazing like it's not like wire foo from bloody hong kong or anything but yeah it was it was yeah yeah it wasn't bad it Um, wasn't bad i have some news about without remorse yeah so back in 2018 when it was first like put into production it was reported that michael b jordan was going to play john clark in two tom clancy movie adaptions without remorse and rainbow six and then it switched to amazon prime to a TV show. So there could be a second season, which is Rainbow Six. Oh, well, there you go. If he had already signed off for two. Oh, no, Without, without Remorse is a movie. It is. It's a movie. Oh, I thought it was a series. Sorry, that's my bad. No, I thought it was a TV show. No, okay, no, then, you, then, then you get the Rainbow Six series in. Oh, the Rainbow Six movie after that. I would think like, so. Yeah. yeah, I would think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I watched that and I've been watching documentaries and a few other bits and pieces on Shudder, which I'm still enjoying and getting my money's worth. And, uh, we watched a couple of more little horror movies. We just sort of pulled this thing out here and pull that out there, and uh, nothing I can remember off the top of my head. But yeah, it's it's fun. I'm I'm actually enjoying horror again. Just having like we have little popcorn nights, 
and watch some terrible. Ah, oh, that's right. I finally caught, sat down and watched The Changeling, uh, which is which is hugely regarded as a as an iconic horror film from the early '80s, and uh, I watched it. It wasn't bad. Yeah. So yeah, I'm enjoying that. But apart from that, that's about all I've watched. It's quite a bit, but um, and then of course finished Captain America and all that. So yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, so which one do you want to do first, Mortal Kombat or Falcon and Winter Soldier? Kombat. Let's get through Mortal Kombat. All right. So spoiler free. Spoiler free. I already know what Lucas is going to say. Spoiler free. Mortal Kombat. What do you think, Lucas? Very good. Okay, Ethan. What did you think? Spoiler. Free. <laughs> I'd say it can was I, good. Can I, can I? Can I? Can I just jump in real quick? And I just want to. Very, yeah. very good. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't disappoint. Ethan, um, what do you think? I thought it was good. I felt like it had some pacing issues and some story issues. Mm-hmm. Yep. But okay. other than that, good. So what do you reckon? Like four out of five? Uh, yeah. 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 Um, three and a half out of five. If I turn off my Mortal Kombat, you know, fanboy, internal fanboy, um... Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I did. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Um, the, yes, there's, there's definitely. I don't know if it's pacing. There, it might be pacing. Yes, I admit it does sort of lurch and jolt a bit. I think there's some unbalancing too because Kano. It's not a spoiler. He, the character is just steals the show too much. Oh fucking right. And I think if you're a director, uh, maybe that. Look, and maybe I haven't done your reading. Maybe that's only for Australian audiences. Uh, because we so re- we can relate to it so, so much. Maybe I it's have, not a global I thing. I saw it in the states and said that yeah, Kano was all over their film too. So okay, so I think as a director that that was a problem. I mean, I loved his performance and I thought he was hilarious, but I think it unbalances the movie because it takes too much attention away from the other characters. Uh, but yeah, look, it's not without its faults. It's not without its problems. I don't think it's the greatest piece of cinematography I've ever seen. I I thought the a number of the fighting scenes were a little bit average. Which is sort of sad because, I mean, Mortal Kombat as a video game is purely about the fighting and the story takes, you know, 10th place. To then sort of come to the screen, I would like to have seen better fighting, if that can be fair. If that doesn't sound too unfair, because it's it's meant to be about fighting, it's meant to be about Mortal Kombat. So I'd like to see really top shelf choreographed fighting sequences. But uh, as a popcorn flick... Uh, whether it was in the cinema like myself or at the couch at home on HBO Max or whatever, not bad. Yeah, I'd probably go three and a half out of five. Yeah. Uh, and then if you're a Puritan of the, the, the video games, you will probably sit there and, and nitpick at stuff. But there were a lot of Easter eggs, which I did enjoy because I could sit there and go, oh, Katana, oh, this, oh, that, which was nice. So that was fun. And sort of trying to find those those moments. Yeah. Anyway, alright, so, warning, ding, 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 we're going to jump into some spoilers here, so if you haven't seen Mortal Kombat, scroll down, look at the time codes, uh, jump in on our uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and uh, we'll catch up with you there. If you have seen it, or you don't care, let's jump into some spoilers. Uh, Ethan, hit me. I hate, the, I hate the Arcana shit. I hate that. You hate the what? Arcana. How to get their powers. Oh, right, 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 right. I right. hate that. I, right. I, I don't like that. Okay, fair enough. I mean, they shy away from so many of these these movies. They shy away from the superpowers because it, it creates a sort of. I know, like, like I feel like there's a better way to do it than have yeah. that. Because, yeah. like, you know, like Sonya didn't have powers. Hers was all like technology from her military and stuff like that. And same with like Jax. But well, in the original, in the original, original, and this is where my old fartitis kicks in. So, in the original, very first 1993 Mortal Kombat game, you know, Sonya does shoot purple rings. Like, that is her, yeah. her thing. Yeah. Um, um, 
Jax in Mortal Kombat One has real. Oh, sorry, Mortal Kombat Two has regular arms. Regular arms, and in regular and in Mortal Kombat Three, they're sleeves. He has yeah sleeves on the top of it. Yeah. yeah, they're not replaced. He has sleeves to to augment his which arms, is, which is what he had in the the second movie as well. Because he takes them off. Yeah. So, um, uh, but in the games, there's no explanation for the sleeves. He just turns up with them on. Uh, they never because the games don't have a storyline anywhere near as deep. So obviously, they need to kind of explain some of those things i guess but yeah i understand and it is a difficult one to have i mean even things like the street fighter movie they shied away from hadoukens and stuff like that because how do you explain it i think the problem here is if you is is that if you look at the original mortal kombat game even the the mk9 remake it's all set in a fantasy world you know whether it's outworld or shang sung's island it's not really on earth it's all over the top and in that way, it doesn't need to be explained. And even if you go back and watch Big Trouble in Little China, which is obviously such an enormous influence on the original Mortal Kombat game, you know, the script and John Carpenter, they don't need to explain to you why a guy's coming out of the sky on a lightning bolt. It just fucking is. And you accept it. <laughs> you just accept it because it's freaking awesome. And that's, I think, where some of the Hollywood movies today kind of... they We've talked about relatability and stuff in the past and how we need to kind of get someone who feels a connection with the audience in there and so well i don't have superpowers so how do i get superpowers you know perhaps this is part of the failing of the superman storyline where you know he's just amazing whereas everyone else becomes made you know what i mean so perhaps that's why they've chosen to to do this you are chosen and then you get the power kind of dynamic rather than just i have a power fuck you (laughs) so yeah i i I agree to a degree i can understand how that would be a little Um, and like I, I understand like how it works in terms of their story, in terms of like getting people there, and you know, well, the other thing is it, their character development and like you know, well, it takes away is, like, from the characters a bit too, because they go to that tournament because they're the best in the world, not because they're chosen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, they don't need training; they're already the best in their in their respective arts. So yeah, 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 and that's what I mean. There's a few wobbly parts in the 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 the, the, the overall. Movie. So it was it was, it was that. It was the pacing was a little bit off. It feels like they, they cut agree. some stuff out at certain points where they yeah. where they probably had like other stuff and they might have to trim it down for time. In terms of like character design for everyone, uh, I will tell you I lost my shit when Kung Lao came in when he teleported it up underneath his hat. Yeah, that was, was great, amazing. I yeah. loved it. They didn't shy away from his design at all, which was great. No, especially his fatality. I didn't like Reptile. I agree. Reptile was yeah. They yeah. should have done way more with Reptile. Yeah, I, I prefer oh, the more humanoid looking... his design looking. as well. His design was just not... Yeah, I prefer the more been... humanoid looking... Yeah, anthropomorphic lizard. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, that was only... That was my major gripe with the movie, right? But like... So, okay. So, now that we're in, now that we're in spoilers, right? Now we can kind of talk about it. So, the director's kind of said that from the outset when he pitched doing Mortal Kombat movie this way and, and doing it with the R rating is that he pitched it as five films. So, essentially... The first three films are going to be a trilogy of amassing the fighters for the tournament, which then will be the fourth film, and then the fifth film will be essentially the clean-up, like, epilogue-type shit. My wonder, I guess you could say, is that we've got Melina dead, we've got Kung Lao dead, we've got Reptile dead, we've got um, got Rico dead, we've got Natara dead. Like, we already have quite a few dead fighters, and I know there's over, like, 80 that they could kind of pick from. How many of these are going to come back as revenants? Well, not just that, oh. but Kano, Kano's design—he's—he got she killed him by stabbing him in the eye, 
Exactly. Uh, now, now he's t- typically depicted with a cybernetic eye and cybernetic the chest piece in later games. Right. Sub Zero will return as Noob Cybot. Ergo, he lost sure. his. You saw his armor come off, and he was all black. Oh, yes. as soon as he took that armor off, and he just had the mask on, and he was yeah, all black. Straight away, like, Noob. Oh, yeah. Noob. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and so does the other corpses that 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 Shang Tsung scoops up. You know, there, there's there's plenty of opportunity for them to return in some fashion. Like, as um, you said, death is just another realm, so... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. well, I wonder yeah. as well, like, are they going to come back as revenants, like... Or yeah, are, they, are they gone, gone? Because... In the latest like, game... My, my, main, my main gripe is kind of, like, killing those guys so early. Especially the, the biggest one... Even though, like, Kano was really... I thought... I really enjoyed Kano's role in the film. My biggest gripe was Melina, because the, the whole story with Melina and Katana, to me, is probably the best story next to Sub-Zero and Scorpion. So, like... I'm just really, I'm just really pissed that I feel like we're not going to get that story, or if we do, we're going to get it in flashbacks, right. with like Katana's rise into becoming the warrior princess. Yeah, but I'll still get it in flashbacks because Katana's dagger's uh, thing is already. Yeah, there's this Easter egg yeah. of her fan, but you've yeah, also, yeah. you've also got Jade and Scarlet and all those other like her fans and stuff. But like, that's what I mean. Like, I just her her rivalry with Melina is one of my favorites. You know. I did like the Easter eggs. There was an awful lot of them, which I got a, a, a real hoot out of. Because you saw the Nightwolf cameo. Yeah, and the Kotal Khan. Yes. Yep. Uh, yep. And also, uh, um, the artwork depicting the the great Kung Lao uh, is almost almost a direct lift from the comic book. And also, the thing that Kano tries to steal is Shinnok's amulet from sure is. Combat 10. Sure is. Yes, it is. Put well, when that I saw down. that, I was like, Shinnok's amulet? Day? Are we getting that already? Yeah, put that down. Again, it feels like a, a Tesseract or a... Uh, a uh, yeah. The the gauntlet in, in, in Thor, the original Thor, you know what I mean? <laughs> I do like the fact that when Sub-Zero blows off Jax's arms, graffiti on the background is like down Ford Square. Which is the move that you use yeah. for like his ice blasts in the game? I'm like, oh, okay, it's nice. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then like on set, you didn't see it in the movie, but on set there's like a a shop called Sindel, which is like a bakery as well. Yeah, I didn't see that. There's a lot yeah. of Easter eggs. There's a lot of Easter eggs. and apparently we almost got a toasty. They they were looking at it. Yeah. They were gonna do it and then they didn't. So I I thought the best way to do a toasty is like. They're fighting out on the street on Earth, and like someone gets burned, and someone walks past and goes, "Oh, toasty!" Yeah, I yeah. Feel like that's the best way to do it, rather than the toasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, look, lots of Easter eggs. It wasn't. I mean, it's it's ratings and it's Metacritic are uh, not the greatest. It's got a reasonably mixed to slightly favorable review from what I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely better than. I mean, I went back and watched the uh, the '96. Uh, Mortal Kombat film not long ago, and it's definitely better than that in some regards. There's other things that the 96 one I felt did a little bit better, but overall, I would say this 2021 adaption is the better film. Um, ironically, too, I've got I've still got my movie stub ticket from that film, and uh, I was 19 when I went and saw Mortal Kombat in 1996, and then in 2021, I took my daughter to see Mortal Kombat, who was 19 at the time. So it's kind of amazing how it's come full circle. Which is kind of, yeah, kind of crazy. If you told me it when I was 19, I was going to see the next remake, you know, with my 19-year-old, I wouldn't have believed you. All right, then. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up our Mortal Kombat reviews there. If you, uh, obviously, if you've joined us for the spoiler parts there, you've probably already seen it. And if you haven't, well, you don't want to go and see it at the cinema. It is on HBO Max and other services. Quote, unquote. 
Uh, let's move now on to some spoiler-free The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and looking at the entire series of uh, six episodes. Six? Eight? Six. Six. Six, six episodes. Spoiler-free, what did you think, Lucas? And a bit more than just very, very, very good. I liked it. <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was good. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, right? So, first five episodes I thought were fucking great. Like, you... you I, I I like to know that, like, I mean, I like to give things time to breathe and kind of, like, set the chess pieces up and understand that there needs to be table setting for things to pay off. So, like, initially, like, and this is kind of, like, where I was, I was way more open to the way WandaVision was set up early on, where a lot of people kind of weren't and it was getting shit on. I'm like, they need to set the table so that, like, you can then start to get your meals, you know what I mean? And they rushed into it a lot quicker, obviously, because they had less episodes. So they kind of had to kind of go, right, here's the, you know, here's the jumping point. Go, go, go. And I think that everything that has been done so far in the... Everything that had been done up until the end of episode five, I thought was really well done. And then the last episode, to me, knocked it out of the park. And probably was the best version of that finale I think we could have gotten. What I didn't expect is, and like, this is kind of like me personally, but like what I didn't expect is, um, the, 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 the backlash isn't the right word, but like, there's been a lot of different places. Um, and I'm going to name specifically like me calling them out on the final episode of the podcast, but IGN gave the final episode a five out of 10. Yeah. I have seen so, there's been some discussion on how it wrapped up. Like, and like but this is and this is the thing right like their whole thing was that it left too many plot threads open yeah so did wandavision like what the fuck's the dark hold what's she gonna do with it blah 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 like oh guess what you know there's more coming because she's gonna be in doctor strange okay i I think if they had announced that there was going to be a season two or whatever before that final episode come out that would have been an eight or a nine out of ten but because there was no announcement as to where Falcon and Winter Soldier were going next until the day after the episode came out, they were like, there's, like, nothing's resolved. Bullshit. Like, literally, majority of the plot lines of the film are resolved. Sorry, in the series are resolved. And they've left you just enough kind of breadcrumbs to get you to either the next film or the next TV show, which at the time we didn't know what it was going to be. Now we know it's a film. They've left you enough, like... You know, no one complained at the end of Ragnarok that the plot lines were unresolved. I'm oh, sorry, at the end of um, Infinity War, when everyone got dusted, that, oh, the plot lines are unresolved. Where did everyone go? Two out of ten. You know what I mean? It's just dog shit. Like, mm. I think, to I think the, too, I we're going to see... the response to the final episode from critics is, is piss weak. I've seen, well, I've seen some argument made from... Um, politically, too, that, like, they're not happy with how Sam sort of deals with the problems at the end of the episode i mean i don't particularly agree with what those those comments i think it's handled well i think what sam does is good thing right and this is th- this is something that kind of made me laugh a lot is that captain america has gotten the ca- sorry marvel and specifically captain america has got too woke the motherfucker was fighting nazis in 1945 <laughs> I don't like, think it's. I look. I mean, I look. You know me, and I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm. I push against woke quite often, and so if I think something, if I. I mean, I don't think I sit in that kind of chauvinistic 
camp, but I know I'm dangerously close at times. And if I think that this wasn't particularly woke, and you do, then you've probably well into that chauvinistic camp and it doesn't really matter what they do at that stage. It's never going to be good enough for you. I mean, my opinion though, like, I don't think it, like, Captain America has been a political comic its entire run. Mm. This is just really the first time they've pushed it into the spotlight. Um, But I think it was handled pretty well, to be honest. I mean... I, I, I mean, as a white man, I related more with the story of Bucky. That's just inevitable. But I certainly felt a degree of empathy for Sam. And it wasn't kind of... I don't understand role models. I did. I had empathy. I knew... I, I While I could never feel or under, appreciate what he would have gone through, uh, and, and of course with Isaiah and others as well, uh, I could at least empathize. The show, and I mean, I suck at empathy. So the show was able to draw a degree of empathy out of me. That speaks volumes, I think. And I think it was handled pretty well because Sam then, because the, the wrong, the, the woke way would have been for Sam to go, fuck yeah, fuck the white boys. I'm going to go and, you know, do this, this, and this. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He plays it down the middle. He understands that there were... All of these wrongs done to, to, to African-Americans, but at the same time is prepared to move forward rather than backwards. And I think ultimately, and I mean, if, you, if you're sitting there going, and again, you know me, I'm, I'm, the, I'm on the edge. But if you're sitting there going, well, this is pro-black and, and, and the, the, the US agent's white guy, and, and this movie shows just shitting on white people, then you're, you're an idiot and probably a racist and you can fuck off. Not only that, but you don't understand the source material. Yeah, but even beyond the source, even if you haven't watched, read the comics, I think it's handled, it's a thorny subject, one that's out there in the media today and is, is widely discussed. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, you can't avoid, it's the elephant in the room subject, and it has been for a while now, because all these black deaths in jail and stuff are still going on, even in this country. And then, you know, it's not like it's in your face every freaking episode where it's like, oh, oh, race, 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 race. It, it's brought up, it's dealt with, the show moves on and if you're hung up on it then you've got a bigger problem is, is yeah. I mean, I, I, it just pisses yeah, no, me I, off I, I agree with you like it's, and at the end well, of the day i think you've even said this to me before lucas too it's not earth it's not our world it's a completely different reality yeah so you know they could make people fucking purple if they want to get over it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah for sure like i just the thing is is that like again like Captain America for the longest time started as a political thing. He was literally fighting Nazis in the Second World War. Like that's the mm, reason he was, he was propaganda. Like, yeah. And, and as the, as the character has continued throughout his his career as a comic book character, he's always been a political character. So when the idea of like political, um, like ideology infecting not infecting infecting is totally the wrong word, but like when when it becomes more prevalent and more of a focus, like while the politics of um, you know, a black Captain America or, or, or whatever, they're not necessarily at the forefront the entire series. They're definitely sitting there, and especially when you learn, like, again, we, like, I knew all about all the Isaiah Bradley stuff from the comics, uh, and, and kind of that history and that side of things, but, like, introducing that, like, that whole, again, it's, it's while the political side of it is more, is, is, is showing you there, and it's in your face, it doesn't 
take over the story no exactly yeah. you know yeah exactly and, that's, and, and like and but people were complaining as if it was and i i just I totally just dis- yeah totally just and you know me like, if i felt it was it was pushing woke in my face i'd be the first one to fucking kick up a stink you know what i'm like but I don't, I don't think it was. I think it was handled really well. And I think the way, I think the character of Sam and the way he deals with it is very believable. And even down to the Black Falcon. Nah, man, I'm just the Falcon. Like, he's not letting his color define who he is. Even sure. though it's his culture and it's, it is who he is, he doesn't let it define him. For and, sure. And that, that's the thing. He is Captain America. It doesn't matter if he's brown, white, green, blue, fucking whatever. He's Captain America. And if, at the end of the day, it pisses you off, well, you know what? You've still got all the Chris Evans movies. Go back and watch, you know, those, 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 that trilogy, you know? And, and that's fine. Which is still political as hell. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we, 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 we what did you... left wing. Come on. So, okay. Let's bring Ethan in before we <laughs> let him get a word in. And what did you think, mate? What have you got to say? Oh, sorry. I was asleep. Yeah. I don't um... blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed Bucky's arc more than I did Falcon's because yeah. we've seen the struggle Bucky's gone through over like you know three four movies. Yeah, we should we should definitely ring the bell now because I think we sort of started dabbling onto some spoilers there, didn't we? So uh, so we're going to jump into some spoilers now. Uh, again, scroll down below, jump to uh, the next section if you don't want to be spoiled for, for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, but we're going to jump into spoilers now. You guys covered everything that needed to be seen for unspoiled stuff, so well, it's fine. I was going to say, just because you brought up the whole Bucky thing, and I, I didn't bring this something I didn't bring up, but yeah. the elderly man. Shit, man, that shit ripped my heart out. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Just just awful. Yeah. Yeah, Madam Hydra, Ethan. Madam Hydra. Well, one of the Madam Hydras. We had one in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. A former lover of Nick Fury. So, mm. I said to Lucas that I feel like she's going to be working for AIM. Okay. Because she was originally supposed to debut in Black Widow. And Black Widow has some stuff to do with AIM. Mm-hmm. So I, thought she, I, I think that she's to do with that. I feel like she's setting up a Dark Avengers or a Thunderbolts. Like she's doing that sort of thing. <gasps> She's she's definitely sitting up Dark Avengers for sure. Yeah, or like Thunderbolts. Like she's doing like one of those. I hope we get Thunderbolts as well, though. No, I don't know. Thunderbolts will be Ross. Like, yeah, I but, think but, but Ross, she could yeah. be working with Ross. No, 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 no. I think I I totally think you can't say no because it hasn't happened yet. We don't. Know I know it hasn't saying. happened yet, but this is me saying I'm I'm pretty sure at this stage that um, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character is setting up her team. To take on Thunderbolt Ross's team, which is going to be Thunder, which is going to be the Thunderbolt. So it'll yeah. be the Thunderbolt versus the Dark Avengers. I, I have to sure. agree that I think U.S. Agent is more likely a Dark Avengers than a Thunderbolt's character. Sure, because he's more of a dark. He's not really a hero, but you know what I mean. He's more of an anti-hero than a, a villain. I think, like he's still doing what he thinks is the right thing, even though it's the wrong thing. It's freaking face turn at the end. I actually didn't see coming. Yeah, which. Again, some people have, and I kind of agree with, where some people were like, Sam and Bucky give him the thumbs up after, you know, killing a guy, and I'm like, mmm, mmm. But, you know, then when you sort of got the US agent thing, and again, if you knew the comics, when you see him in that outfit, you're like, okay, yeah, okay, so he's still a bastard. <laughs> he's not a good guy, he's still a bastard, cool. <laughs> yeah. I, was saying, like, I, I felt Bucky's story was better, just because of his whole redemption thing on, you know, trying to fix the amends of what he was when he was brainwashed and you know what he went through with the wakandans to like you know free his mind and all that sort of stuff i felt like he had 
a bit more personal growth than what Falcon did in terms of like the past. Whereas like Bucky had like a real personal thing to go through. Falcon had a more like public thing to go through. Yeah, I, well, I think yeah, Falcon had a, a problem to deal with, and he, you know, which is, do I become Captain America? Yeah, yeah, like he had like a public like persona yeah. conflict thing to be, to like get yeah, through. Yeah, but with. Sam at the start and Sam at the end is still kind of Sam. Whereas yeah, yeah whereas Bucky's free. Yeah, Bucky's gone yeah. through like a transformation, no longer yeah. being a Winter Soldier. He's now the well, white. He's, it's the first time he's had short hair since the first Captain America movie too. Yeah. So. so Bucky is Bucky is back. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And did you catch the reference with uh, Steve's on the moon now? To the video game? No, just when they were talking about Steve Rogers, and they're like, no, yeah, that, that, that's a, I, I think it's a reference to the oh. Avengers video game that came out uh, last year because Steve right. Rogers had been kept on a secret moon base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Nice. That's why I thought it was referenced. Yeah, to, but to the we game. don't know. We, no, but there's still no one's answered. Like nothing has been said. Like where, where Steve is now. Yeah, and we were we were pretty much guessed. We did have some good guesses that uh, Sharon was the power broker, or at least worked for the power broker. Yeah, so we got that right. And I said to Lucas, that we... credit scene. I'm sure that's setting up for Armor Wars. Yes, I've heard other people say that as well, and that uh, it could then be um, you know Rhodes dealing with her. Um, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you think? And this is a question that's popped up, and I'm sure you've already formed an opinion. Do you think she might be a scroll? Yes. You do. She might. Might. Yes. Okay. So she Lucas might. a hard yes. Ethan a maybe. I, I I said that to Ethan a couple of days afterwards. I'm like, what do you what do you think she's what do you think of the odds of being a scroll? And like I, the thing is, is that I don't want the whole. This is gonna sound stupid, but I don't want the whole scroll. Like, oh, is this person a scroll to become the new Mephisto? Like, I legitimately think if anyone's gonna be a scroll. I think it's going to be her. It is a bit of a U-turn however, for the character. I have, however, I will I will say, uh, in the interest of um, fairness, I guess whatever you want to call it, she did bleed in the final episode, and her blood was red, so True she that. could very well not be a scroll. But that could also be the blood of someone else. Well, I just want you and to know. And also, she was not using an iPhone. I was going to say, you guys just spoil it for me now. Every time I watch a movie now, any movie, if I see them with an iPhone, I know what's going on. Yeah, if they, if they have an iPhone, you know that they're not the villain. If yeah, they're not the villain. If they have an iPhone yeah. and they don't have an iPhone, then they're the villain. That's that's so terrible. Fuck off, Apple. Fuck off. <laughs> It's all because it's all because of Chris Evans oh, and uh, unless no, hang on, unless it's a film made by Sony like Spider Man, because Sony always oh, put yeah. their Sony phones in their films. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I have a Sony uh, phone. Uh, yeah, but so, if it's a movie where you see an iPhone and then someone doesn't, you're like, hey, I gotta keep my eye on that on that fucking cut, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. All right. Well, so overall, though, very good. We're looking forward to, uh, I guess, Black. Well, no, Loki and Black Widow. Which which drops first? Episode one of Loki, Lo- I think. Loki, Loki's January. Oh, sorry, June fourteenth, and then Black Widow is yep. like July something. July seventh. Yeah. Right. So okay. and then, and then we will, have Black Widow will drop during Loki's run. Yes. Yeah. And then we have Shang Chi on September third. Yep, and then Eternals. Eternals Eternals in November, and then Spider-Man is Boxing Day for Australia. Yes. Which is going to suck. It's going to suck heading out to the things on Boxing Day to watch it. Well, we're just going to have to book our gold class early on. Yeah. Yep, for sure. With Boxing Day, I'm definitely going gold class for Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be... We're on shitty kids. Amazing. As uh, Lucas pointed out... um, Andrew Garfield's on Jimmy Kimmel next week, and Jimmy Kimmel will ask him about being a Spider-Man. So it could be we could be getting an announcement. Ooh. 
Yes. Yeah, well, oh, um, Doc Ock's not shied Moore. away from it at all, has he? No, Alfred Molina's talked exactly about what's happening with his character, and I'm yep. pretty sure Marvel is not happy with him. Oh, well. Also today, Tobey Maguire was spotted with no with no beard. And uh, looking pretty in shape. And being <laughs> yoke as fuck. Mm-hmm. So... All right, so yeah, go and watch it. Available now on Disney Plus, and uh, it's good stuff if you haven't seen it. Uh, get yourself ready for the next round because uh, Phase Five is starting soon. So I mean, we're still uh, in Phase Four. Phase four. We're still in Phase Four for a while. Yeah, yeah but it's coming soon. Yeah, not uh, for like two more years. Shush yeah. now. Shush. Well, it'd be here sooner if it wasn't for this COVID shit. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah. Yeah, true. So, you know what? I'm going to quickly rattle through all 89 episodes of our podcast, because that's just what I feel like doing. Like, I'm just going to rain off the day. So, episode one, look at that. It was just called episode one, Origins. That was all you, Lucas. These first few were all edited by you as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it ran for an hour and 36 minutes. Oh, those are longer than these ones. Yeah, these are all... I cut them down to an hour now, if I can get away. But these are all quite long. Then, episode two, an Australian and a foreigner for hire. That sounds about right. Return of the Punisher. I I tried to give them all funny names. Yeah, then we had spoiler cast. They only lasted about two episodes. First one was Iron Fist, then you had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Episode 4, we had We're Back. And then Episode 5 had no title, it was just Episode 5. I'll have to listen to that one again and find out what Episode 5 was all about. Episode 6 is Adaption. 7, Destiny Still Arrives. Destiny Still Arrives. 8, You Can't Even Save Yourselves. 9, Defenders. 10, Stephen King. 11, Video Games. 12, New York Comic Con. 13, Halloween. 14, Thor Ragnarok and Stranger Things 2. Man, how long ago? Look at that. Look at that. That was forever ago. Holy shit. Right? Right? 15, Justice League and the Punisher. 16, Inspired by. 17, Christmas. 18, New Year's Eve. 19, A Look at 2017. 20, A Look at 2018. 21, Super Bowl, Altered Carbon, and Cloverfield Paradox. Feel old? (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Cloverfield Paradox, I was at my old house, so that makes me feel real fucking old right Mm -hmm. now. 22 Black Panther. I was like 18 when Cloverfield Paradox came out. What the hell? <laughs> now you're 36. Shit time flies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 23 Jessica Jones Season 2. Uh, 24 Movie Memorabilia. 25 The Future of Movies. 26 10 Years of MCU Infinity War Lead Up. Then we had our, uh, our short spoiler free thoughts that we, 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 uh, we, we recorded from the car park at the cinema. We're all Infinity like, War, right? Yeah, we're all like, we need a cigarette and, and holy shit. Yeah. Which I missed the first five goddamn minutes of that fucking movie. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I was, I was so I was so angry. Well, you wanted to go to the other one and get popcorn from the... Yeah, you did. 27, Infinity War. 28 was News and Deadpool 2. 29, Solo, A Star Wars Story. 30, John Carpenter. Uh, 31, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 32, James Gunn. 33, Anti-Hero. Uh, 34, Time Travel. 35, Iron Fist Season 2. 36, DC Filmography. 37, Marvel Filmography, pre-2008. Uh, 38 was The Haunting of Hill House and Daredevil Season 3. 39 was Musicals. 40 was Stan Lee and Celebrity Passings, 2010 to 2018. Oh. 41 was Terminator Franchise. 42 was News, News, News and Avengers. 43, Golden Globes and 2019 Movies. 44, Glass and Punisher. Glass, two years ago. 45, Super Bowl. <laughs> I think we had it. That's two episodes called Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure. 46, yeah. Comic Book Movie Saturation. 47, Captain Marvel. 48, Disney Acquires okay. Fox. There you go. That was two years ago. 49, New Zealand. That, that, there's one for you to download, Ethan. Yeah, yeah you get that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we did a quick Avengers Endgame spoiler free. Uh, 50 was Avengers Endgame. Uh, 51, Game of Thrones. 52, is CGI getting worse? 
53 adaptations of tabletop RPGs, 54 Spider-Man Far From Home and Stranger Things 3. Jeez, we, we certainly gave Stranger Things a good good coverage. Yeah. Uh, 55 San Diego Comic Con 2019. Uh, 56 The Boys and Movie Critics. Uh, Mindhunter and Movie Soundtracks. King Cooper with Bill Northcott. Dark Crystal and The Blip. It Chapter 2 and What Makes Movies Scary. Rambo Last Blood, not, and movie trailers. Yeah, I think we were going to cover it and then we just didn't. Kid. I don't know why. <laughs> El Camino and Joker. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate. What a pile of shit that was. Still never watched it. You're not missing anything. I uh, know. <laughs> Streaming services. Our top threes for 2019. Uh, end of big 2019 big releases. Coming in 2020. Marvel Speculation. Reliving the 80s. Sequel Retcon. Isolation Binging a year ago. James Wan, Taika Waititi, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Walking Out of a Movie, Bringing the X-Men into the MCU, The Umbrella Academy Season 2, DC Fandome, Fans Influencing Movies, Merging Marvel Multiverses, Halloween Top Picks, Fired, Our Christmas Movie Ideas, Disney Announcements, Coming in 2021, WandaVision 1-5, WandaVision 6-8, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Justice League, Godzilla vs. Kong, The Falcon and Winter Soldier 1-4, and this episode, which will be Mortal Kombat, The Falcon and Winter Soldier 5-6, and Goodbye. And Goodbye, yeah. <laughs> and Goodbye. So, any parting words, gentlemen? Uh, thank you all to everyone who has tuned in and listened, and thank you all to both of you two for giving me something to do every fortnight. <laughs> so, 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 someone to ramble on about my you know looking forward movies too that isn't just lucas and then my other friends who get sick of hearing about it because they just want to experience a movie in the cinema and not know what's going on Mm -hmm. not know all the spoilers and shit that i've got so at least we still have our group so we can discuss this so yeah yeah i mean there's the the difference is maybe we we just jump in the discord every now and again after a a season or an episode and then we could just talk crap and have a drink Yep. Yeah, I'm keen for that. After like Loki's done, we'll just pick him up. We're like, hey, let's just jump in here, talk shit about, you know, talk about our thoughts for yep. Loki and what happens. Yep. I'm keen for that. After like Black Widow comes out or whatever, we just do that. Yep. So we had some big hits. We had some episodes to get like a couple of hundred listens and then sort of more often than not, we seem to average around 40 to 50. Which I mean, isn't too bad. And that's just on SoundCloud. Like what are the YouTube views like? Not very good. Not very good. No, not very good. Our, our listeners do seem to prefer SoundCloud, so. But yeah, so this episode will remain up and 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 will be accessible to uh, everybody forever. And if you're listening to this in the distant future, there is another 88 episodes. You probably just won't be able to access them because the account will no longer be pro unlimited. Um, so there's only a very finite amount of time I think you can have on SoundCloud. But they will all be on our YouTube uh, back to a certain point. So if you are listening to this on SoundCloud and want to listen to our earlier stuff, you can on YouTube. That channel won't get shut down. Uh, have to thanks. Well, Lucas, parting words, mate. Yeah, I don't know, Manny. Just been fun the whole very, time. Very, very good. Yeah, apart from that, <laughs> had a blast. Always talking shit. Always talking shit. So uh, one final thank you to our Patreon supporters who who kept us going through all this time um, and let, the, the, let us keep our Pro Unlimited SoundCloud account. Uh, very much appreciated. Also pay for all our web hosting and all that other jazz. Uh, we'll be shutting that Patreon account down this month as well. Um, thank you to everybody that's ever listened in the past, and thank you to anybody who may be listening in the future. Uh, we had a lot of fun. 89 episodes is over four years is, is crazy. 
Um, and when we started this, when Lucas came to me with the idea four years ago, I doubt we were expecting to to get this far, considering how many other projects have started on the site and never get past the first couple of episodes. So it's been great. It's been a learning experience, that's for sure. I, I, I feel that my knowledge of films, especially Marvel as well, has expanded dramatically over the last four years. So a huge thank you oh, to yeah, you. For sure, for sure it is, yeah. And of course to Jesse, who's not with us tonight, but who was obviously a regular on the show, and and all the others that hopped on over the over the years. Uh, Jackie, Dan, Connor, Barney, um, Jay in one episode. We've had Matt, Lynn. Uh, we've had a few people uh, over the years, and it's always been good to bring in different sort of perspectives and fresh ideas and whatever have you. So I could waffle for ages, but I won't. I'll, uh, I'll love you all and leave you all. And... Uh, you know what? Let's just sing ourselves out one last time. Dun 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 d